Happy Monday, guys. Hope you're doing well. Club with you here. We're still in chapter 2 of 1 Thessalonians. We're reading verses 17 through 20 today. Let's go ahead and dig in. But since we were torn away from you, brothers, for a short time in person, not in heart, we endeavored the more eagerly and with great desire to see you face to face. Because we wanted to come to you, I, Paul, again and again, but Satan hindered us. For what is our hope or joy or crown of boasting before our Lord Jesus at his coming? Is it not you? For you are our glory and joy. And so Paul, he's writing to these Thessalonians to overall encourage them. This still sounds like an introduction and he is talking about himself. And we said that before, we can pull out these extrapolate uh, applications um, that say, oh, Paul's doing this, we should do likewise. There's your practical application. Uh, but ultimately, we need to remember that he is writing them in, in their specific circumstances. They're going through persecution. He was only with them for three weeks. He's trying to encourage their faith and teach these baby Christians. Uh, and he's using his time with them as kind of the reference point in that relationship. And so, anyways, that's the original intent. But there's some things we can say. And so, let's go ahead. We've got time. Let's read verses 17 through 20 again. And see if you can do this with me. See if there's a theme before I say it, that you're noticing in just three verses. Just say it out loud. And if you're driving, that's fine. People think you're weird. Verses 17 through 20. But since we were torn away from you, brothers, for a short time in person, not in heart, we endeavored the more eagerly and with great desire to see you face to face. Because we wanted to come to you, I, Paul, again and again, but Satan hindered us. For what is our hope or joy or crown of boasting before our Lord Jesus at his coming. Is it not you? For you are our glory and joy. And so what's one theme? Well, it's affection. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So he he's, he's encouraging these people. And so when it comes to encouragement, like it really begins with affection, right? Encouragement begins with expressing affection. So that's what I put for the first point. Today's Monday. When you're listening to this, right? The day I'm recording, this is in advance, but it's going to rain all day. So it's like one of those day, right? We all feel that. Like maybe you feel like that today when you're listening to this. It's hard to get up, whatever it was. And then it's just like, like I need some encouragement. It'd be nice if someone encouraged me, right? We all know that we, in our circumstances, we need encouragement. We need to receive that from time to time. But if we're going to extrapolate something that's practically takeaway, then we see Paul doing that to his people here. We're called to give encouragement too. And so in the sermon series called Called Up, we're called up to encourage other people. That's something that we can we can do. Like that's definite practical application. And so we see that encouragement begins with expressing affection, which is what Paul is doing. And so we can go back and just look at some of those things in those three verses and be like, wow, Paul genuinely cared about his people. And this applies to you, right? To me, to everybody. If you're a Christian, you know, whether you are a pastor or you're a staff is irrelevant, right? If you work at a church and that's your official, like they say in ministry, like people are the business, right? We should care about people and continue to grow on that, right? I know I need to do that. You know, I can grow in that area. But even if you're not like officially, you know, on staff at a church or whatever it is, like all Christians can grow in genuinely caring about their people, right? The the people in their sphere of influence around them. And so see if this, it sounds like you, right? This is what Paul is saying about his people. He said, 
out of our intense longing, we made every effort to see you, for we wanted to come to you. Certainly I, Paul, right? Out of intense longing, I want to see you face to face, right? He saw his people not as a burden, but a blessing. And so that's that's kind of a question. That's a big picture of the church that we all can grow in, right? Do you see the people on Sunday morning? Like, do you, do you really say, right? As you're driving in, you fought with your wife, you didn't have breakfast and you're tumbling, grumbling and, and you're all irritable and, and you say, out of intense longing, I can't wait to see these shining, you know, especially if you're a guy, do you talk like that? Right. So, but Paul is, and that shows that he genuinely cared about his people. We saw, he, he saw his people not as a burden, but a blessing, right? He's not just going in thinking about himself. He's going in with the picture and the mindset of, hey, I need to encourage other people as well. And so what's really cool about this is that yeah, this is a beautiful picture of the, the church, but I don't think Paul's just sitting there like, yeah, yeah, I know I need to grow in loving people and I just need to grunt this out and fine, right? It's not just one-sided. It's all, it goes both ways. And we can see this in the next chapter in verse six, it says, he, he, Paul's talking about Timothy. He had sent Timothy and Timothy reported back. So he's Timothy. He, Timothy, has told us that you always have pleasant memories of us and that you long to see us just as we long to see you. So it's reciprocal. It's going both ways. Like people are encouraging other people and they're encouraging them back. It's both sided. It's, it's a dance, right? They're both working at encouraging each other and, and helping each other persevere, which is a beautiful picture of the church. But we said as the first point, right? We all need to be encouraged. And this begins with expressing affection, right? Paul, he's not ashamed to state these words, right? I long to see, like, he's not, he's not ashamed to say that. And so do you, that's the question. Do you feel the same way the Thessalonians did about your fellow church members? Do I feel the same way about the people in the hallways at New Vision or the other Christian you see outside the office or whatever it is? Like, do you, do I, do we feel the same way that Paul did as a takeaway, right? As a kick in the butt challenge to us, we shouldn't be afraid to express affection. And so this isn't a podcast about the love languages, right? You, you, you guys are sharp enough to know that, you know, some people like physical touch, some people like gift giving, some people like words of encouragement, right? Quality time. Like there's different ways to express affection. You all know that you're smart. That could be your takeaway is to figure out how best to use this in your particular life. You might not say like Paul, Hey guys, I long to see you. I can't wait to see you face to face. Like that that's weird, man. Like, But if you're like me, you can express affection. Uh, I don't know, by being goofy or, or, whatever it is, a note of encouragement, a text, something silly. I didn't, you know, I'm thinking about you, whatever. And then you can get to the kind of serious spiritual stuff. Uh, and so anyways, that's just, that's just free, right? You all have your own ways that you can apply this. That's all I hope chapter two, verses 17 through 20, continuing to watch Paul's relationship to his church has encouraged you and the Holy Spirit has enlightened it in your life about how you can apply it. Y'all have a great day. We'll see you on tomorrow's episode. Mm-hmm.